following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Abuse takes on many forms, from the scars that people can see to the ones that they can't. Are you ready to break free from what's keeping you from living the life you deserve to live? Welcome to Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything with Dr. Lisa Cooney. Dr. Lisa and her guests speak from personal and professional experience, and they will answer your questions and offer solutions to help you get on the road to your recovery. Now, here's Dr. Lisa Cooney. Hello, 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 everybody. This is Dr. Lisa here, and you are listening to Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, and Beyond Anything. So today we're going to be talking about pain. And as the security of the cage. And I have a wonderful guest with me today, my good friend, Glenna Rice. And let me read you a little bit about her so you can get to know her too. And then we'll listen to her wisdom with regards to pain and abuse. So Glenna is an access facilitator, a body class facilitator, and a mother of three. She asked a question 10 years ago that changed her life. A stressed-out mother and owner of a new physical therapy practice, she knew something else was possible and asked, what would it take to not be so angry all the time? She soon attended her first access workshop, and things started to change. She was busier, creating more, and the frustration was gone. Her ability to facilitate change in her patients was, am- was amazing, and she had days that now included joy. Glenna teaches access seminars throughout the United States and the world, and you can hear her speak to how she has applied it to her parenting in her radio show, The Questionable Parent. She is also a contributing author in the book, Conscious Parents, Conscious Kids. Glenna creates seeds of awareness for her patients and class participants so that they can become aware of what is actually possible with the body that they somehow always knew was possible. Her target is to empower people to know that they know, ask questions, and create a life that truly works for them. You can find more out about Glenna at glennarice.com. That's G-L-E-N-N-A-R-I-C-E.com. So welcome, Glenna. Hi, Lisa. Thanks for having me on your show. Absolutely. I'm so glad that you're here. Yeah. I think this is a great topic. Thank you. Thank you. So one of the things that um, I've always seen, and I know you know this with regards to abuse, um, and, and I'm just going to pose this as a question, is like has and how has the intensity of all of our pain, our sickness, our physical pain, our chronic illness, weight gain, diseases, etc., made all of us an impotent victim of the malevolence of abuse? So... <laughs> What might you Whoa. say about that, Glenna? <laughs> Everything that that brings up and lets down, let's destroy and uncreate it. You want to pot and yes. pocket? <laughs> yeah. Everything that is right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pocket, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. Wow. Well, pain is interesting because what pain really is is information that your body's giving you that you don't want to receive mm-hmm. um, and that you've defined as pain. And pain is just this word that we give all the stuff we feel in our body. 
it's like this global word. It's like the only word we give any perception we have in our body, we say it's pain. Pretty much everything we feel in our body that we don't think we're supposed to enjoy, we describe as pain. Even things we should enjoy, we'll describe as pain. And there's a myriad of, of possibilities of what your body, the information your body is actually giving you. So when you have abuse and you've locked that into your body, the perception of it is always pain and the information your body is giving you totally missed. And that doesn't allow you to perceive the ways you can start to change it. So we start looking at pain as information, you know, and started asking questions like you were saying and saying, what is this? You start to get the information that will start to screw you up and the pain will go away. I mean, in my body, the years I've been doing access, I, pain really doesn't exist for me anymore, which is really, mm-hmm. really amazing. Anytime I feel stuff in my body, it's always a question like, what is this? And the information I get is crazy. And it's often about people I'm working with, stuff that's going on in my life, stuff that I don't want to look at. Um, and when I get the information, the pain disappears. Or what the, the perception that I, we would describe as pain disappears. Does that make sense? It does make total sense. So how about everywhere, each of you that are listening to the radio show here, have misidentified and misapplied you know, pain as sickness, pain as illness, instead of pain as awareness. How about we destroy and uncreate that right now? Yeah, absolutely. Go for it. Pod and pocket. Okay, right, wrong, good and bad. Pod and pocket, all nine shorts, boys, and beyond. That one's got some intensity behind it. Just just a little bit. And and with the new, uh, there's some new clearings and access that people have been hearing on the radio show about stability points. And, mm-hmm. you know, get Mr. Gary Douglas last week talked to us about that and how we make our life secure with these stability points and how, we, and how it defines our parameters of this reality. And I'm sure in your practice, because I know in my practice and certainly on this radio show, I'm getting hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of emails telling me about the pain that people are in and the heaviness right. and the density with regards to the abuse that they have suffered, you know, 40 years ago or 20 years ago, or the abusive relationship they're still in with their mother and their father or their family or their marriage. And it's almost like this reality has stabilized pain as like a staple food. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like, let's just all have some pain today. And if we have just enough pain every day, then we can really fit into this reality like everybody else fits into this reality. So what I'm wondering is how many stability points do we all have that we, how many eternal structures have we erected of stability points of pain that have kept us in the never-ending story of abuse, chronic illness, disease, limitation as our reality? Yeah. And, and everything that matters, is, you go for want it. to destroy and uncreate all of that. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pop, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. Yeah. So you were, you were going to say it, something really else. What's interesting with the body is once you define something as pain and you're running that story, then your body will start creating exactly what that is. Like in the, in the chronic pain you were talking about, um, chronic diseases, once you've defined it as what it is in this reality and you have all the information you need to define it that way, and you have your story to back it up and all the reference points of your past to back it up, your body will continuously create it just as you're defining it. Because your point of view is what creates your reality. So if your point of view is that you have chronic pain, chronic disease, um, and these stories, then that is how you define your reality, and that's the only place you can then go, go forward from. And you can't create anything different in your life. So if we can change our point of view, we can, change, we can create a different possibility of what our future could be. 
Mm-hmm. So basically, you're saying you know, like attracts like. <laughs> you know, if you're if you're if you're if you're thinking you're in pain and you're in chronic illness, or or you're thinking you don't have enough money, or you think you can never get love, or that you're unlovable, you're going to actually attract those people, places, situations, and the events, and they're going to and that's going to show up on your body. And as that shows up yeah. on your body, you're going to lock yourself more into these stability points of you see, I was right. I could never have more than that. I can, it's always going to be bad or painful or horrible or awful. Right. And it's, not, it's even bigger than just attracting it. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're creating that reality, you're not just attracting all those things in. You're also creating it from your point of view. But, yes, everything that you see will match your point of view. But, you're, you know, the, the cellular structures of your body will start changing and being defined by these points of views you have about your pain. And often in my practice, if I can get people to see a different point of view and get them to see what this pain actually, what the awareness their body actually is giving them, they will start, their body will physically change. Yeah. Not just the pain will go away, but they'll have freedom of motion and they'll have, um, you know, more mobility in joints and they'll be able to do activities they haven't been able to do in years. I mean, there'll be actual physical strength changes in the body that I'll see that pelvises will change shape and it's really nice. amazing what is possible with bodies bodies don't want to hold on to this stuff yeah i know i was just telling you um before we came on the radio show that i'm down in santa cruz and we just finished a five day so bars for those of you that are listening that haven't taken a five day or don't know what it is a bars foundation level one class through the first three classes in access consciousness and every single person in the class glenna was Um, kind of like a steward of the earth and they really had a connection to the earth in a way that I hadn't had a whole class before that that were all Mm -hmm. just that connected to the earth so every day they came in with these pains and intensities and densities um, that they wanted to make into a problem or that something didn't leave or that they needed more facilitation on. And when I would question them about, hey, did you connect to the earth and do some of the uh, access tools? And those are the people on the show know some of the access tools, and I know you know them. Um, mm-hmm. Just like expanding as space and perhaps the earth is, is contri- needing a contribution from you. And they're like, yeah, I did it. Well, I said, did you do it like once? <laughs> did you do it <laughs> twice? Or and did it change? They're like, well, it lightened up a little. And I said, then why did you stop? And why didn't you keep going? And they really were talking about how they feel feelings, you know, just lack of better word to describe it. Like they, they couldn't yeah. understand that they had that much capacity to create change with the earth from their body on this planet. And when I facilitated them through some exercises and through some verbal processing like we're doing on this call and through some of the exercises of connecting with the earth, then the body lightened up and they felt that yeah. molecular and cellular expansion that, that, that you talked about um, yeah. into that creation and that capacity to choose. So could you speak a little bit about that and, and what that... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, in this, in this reality, the way we raised, there is nobody talking about what you're talking about. The idea <laughs> that our body is actually perceiving energies and from the planet and that we perceive those in our bodies is beyond most people's reality. It's such yeah. a different point of view. And it's incredible that our bodies do that. And they, they, they you know, my daughter, I, what was, there was some, some volcano somewhere that erupted. And I remember her feeling like she wanted to, you know, she was in a lot of 
anxiety and strange feelings, and she's incredibly psychic. And I asked her, so is this the earth? And she said, yeah. Mm. And what's going to change? She said, I don't know. Something's blowing up. <laughs> I was like, okay, what's there going to be? You know, bombs dropped on the planet today. What's going on? And there was, <laughs> there was an earthquake somewhere, or not earth, was it an earthquake or volcano? One of those in the, that, that, that um, went off that same afternoon yeah. that she was feeling all this. But to be that aware, I mean, most of us would feel the energy she was feeling, and we would come up with a story that would match something in our reality. We wouldn't be, the possibility that it could be the earth is not something anyone's ever given us before. So it's really new. So that's one of the questions you can ask when you have perceptions in your body that feel like a problem or pain or you would define that way. It's like, okay, so is this mine or something else? And if it's something else, if that feels lighter, it's often an awareness of the earth. And the earth is just asking for energies from you to contribute to it. And it's just that easy. Just allow your body to contribute whatever the earth requires, and that's it. And the earth is always contributing to us, so what a gift that we can contribute back. Yes, exactly, exactly, exactly. And you know, when you said and thinking about abuse, it's like I can I can hear all the people like on the radio show and around the world, and and just going me a contribution to the earth. <laughs> Most people that have been abused, you know, feel that they're like you know damaged goods and defective, and and like if they only were different, their life would have been different. And that's and that's what I'm attempting to do with this radio show is really to eliminate and eradicate the the stability point, the sealed and concrete in our bodies. And, you know, I do this for the world as well as for myself, too, because I have a ton of past history of abuse that that as many clearings as I have done, it's still locked in my body to a certain level. And, you know, maybe not 90 to percent like it was before. Maybe it's only, you know, I still have like 10 percent or something, but I can still feel some parts of me are still locked up in the body. So, Everybody out there that's listening, you know, I'm, I'm speaking to this too. And, and what I would like to offer all of you before we go to break is that you really pay attention to ask that question that, that Glenna posed forward and that we're talking about here is light or heavy? Is the earth asking for a contribution from you? When you have a pain, when you have an intensity, when you're old chronic, you know, ankle issue flares up, you know, when your back goes out, when your shoulders are tight, when you wake up with a stiff neck, ask, is the earth requiring a contribution? And if you get a light and expansiveness, then do the one, two, three that we have talked about here, expanding in space, do the one, two, three and dissipate and release it to the earth until it shifts. And then do the one, two, three, four for the future. So you open a door to a different possibility between you and your body. And we'll talk a little bit more about that when we come from break. Um, If you're interested in asking myself or Glenna a question and receiving some facilitation, as I know you're all chomping at the bit out there, don't forget, you can call 1-888-346-9141. And we'll be back after this break. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Over the past 20 years, Dr. Lisa Cooney has supported thousands of people in overcoming their childhood sexual abuse to create limitless lives for themselves. The effects of abuse can show up in every area of your life. You may be struggling with your health, relationships, finances, career. Abuse penetrates every cell of you. No part escapes. No matter what the struggle is, health, relationship, or money, 
You may be living with a belief that something is wrong with you. You may feel like you need to control every aspect of your life and think that nobody is trustworthy. You may feel angry, overwhelmed, or exhausted. You may even think you already have this handled, yet it shows up in unpredictable and self-destructive ways. Dr. Lisa can help you discover that key and use it to release yourself from decades of pain. Unlock yourself and be free from the invisible cage. Visit DrLisaCooney.com and empower your life. What would your life be like if you freed yourself from the cage of abuse? Visit DrLisaCooney.com today. That's DrLisaCooney.com. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. Listening to Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. To reach Dr. Lisa Cooney or her guest today, please call into 1 888 346 9141. That's 1 888 346 9141. You may also send an email to Dr. Lisa Cooney at gmail.com. Now, back to Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. So, hello, everybody. We are back with. This is Dr. Lisa, and we're here with Glenna Rice, and we're talking about um, how our points of view create our reality, and how those points of views that we have can actually create the pain and intensity, chronic illness, disease, pains in our body, and how it gets locked in the cellular structure of our body so that we feel like we have no choice, and we live in the density and the heaviness of this reality, and we're connecting that with abuse. So one of the first statements that I mentioned um, when we first started in the last segment was, has the intensity of your pain or the intensity of pain you've chosen made you the impotent victim of the malevolence of abuse of you? And everything that that brings up and lets down, let's destroy and uncreate it. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And as we're going to talk here, I'm going to bring... With Glenna, um, we're going to talk a little bit about how the abuses solidify in the body. And she's got a great story to explain a little bit more clearly about what we talked about in the last segment. But I want to kind of do a little uh, prep for it in terms of, you know, I get tons and tons of messages on this radio show. And I'm just looking in my email (laughs) inbox right now about... How can I release my body from past abuse? There's such a strong judgment of self is one, one email. How do I heal the wrongness of me? How do I you know, get beyond just being fired from my job when I know that these are the, these are the last dynamics of perpetration that, that uh, I'm letting go of? Um, thank you for this show. I really feel like you know, so blessed that you guys are talking about you know, abuse. I finally feel like somebody hears me. You know, how can I get this chronic condition and stop biomimetically mimicking everybody's pain in this reality? You know, all of the, these are the emails that I get. Wow. Um, how many, can you explain the difference between the heaviness and the dread of something that may be true and the heaviness and the dread of a, an actual problem in the body? Like, these are email after email after email. So what we're talking about, about all this stuff solidifying in the body and asking the earth um, if it requires a contribution for you, what we have seen with access and what we have seen through these tools is that when you release and dissipate these energies off your body to the earth, you as a being 
expand into that molecular communion and that creation and generation energy that you are one with the universe. Whereas when we get abused, we get locked into those cage and that cage that I've talked about of denial, defending, dissociating and disconnecting where you become more and more the anti-you, more and more the malevolence of you, more and more the hatred of this reality, more and more of the conclusions and limitations of this reality and less and less existing as the phenomenal, brilliant, amazing being you truly be. And that is what abuse does, which is why I have this radio show and which is why we want to kick abuse in the caboose. You know, we want to get it off this right. planet. So with that yeah. said, Glenna, bring us home with the solidifying stuff in the body. Yeah. Um, so when these, these energies you're talking about, I mean, you can't really hold on to an energy, but we can make and define it, and that definition of it is what solidifies into the body. We define it as something, or we define it as something we don't want to have any awareness of, so we solidify it so we can't be aware of it. We actually, you know, slow down the molecules, you make structure thicker, you lie, lay down restrictions in your body and things can't move. That's one of the ways the body does it. And then that area of your body is something you never really have awareness of. Um, often, you know, a lot of sexual abuse, you have a lot of um, pains in the pelvic floor area, in the hips, the legs, the, you know, generally mm-hmm. you get a lot of people. I, I do women's health in my practice also, so I, I work with a lot of women that have different problems in their pelvic area. And you know, just, just having low back pain can be one of the things. And these areas are solidified and the awareness of that part of the body is taken out by this definition that it's pain because there's information your body has you're not listening to and it solidifies in the area and then that information is always a perception of pain or that's how we define it. And I worked with one woman who was um, in her probably late 20s who'd been sexually abused and had a lot of counseling about the whole, you know, this, the, about what it was. And she had pain in her sacral iliac joint, her inside joint, so low back pain. And mm-hmm. she had it for years and I was working with her with that. And as I was working, I just had this, she started talking about the abuse. I didn't know this was something that had been part of her past. Um, and one of your emails is that talking about the wrongness Right. That people feel. And she had been, she just, uh, this whole situation, the intensity she made herself wrong and her life wrong because of what had happened was um, amazing. Like how wrong she had made herself was incredible. And I had said to her, so what if nothing you've ever done is wrong? Which is a question I give a lot of people. And every right. model listener is, what if nothing you've ever done or experienced in your life has been wrong? You're not wrong. And defining yourself as wrong just creates a limitation of what's possible. So I kept getting this awareness that there wasn't that this wasn't as traumatic as she was defining it as. Now, how do you <clears throat> ask someone that question? And I just asked, like, so it was an older relative. She was in her early teens, mm-hmm. like twelve or thirteen, preteen, and this was someone that she cared a lot about, and he cared a lot about her. They'd been an older relative. They'd been, and this incident occurred. Mm-hmm. Now he was much older than her and knew it was wrong. Right. She was younger and didn't have that much of a perception of the wrongness of what was going on. Right. And I asked her if she had taken on, if any of this wrongness was feel, she was feeling was actually his. And her, her world lightened up. She, she saw how much what she had, she had bought as wrongness was actually an incredibly aware being perceiving the wrongness of her relative. 
of what right. he was doing. Because he was aware of how wrong it was. He was in his 20s. Um, right. And, and we, we always talk on this. Story. We always talk on this show. We always talk. I'm so glad you're bringing this up because we always talk on this show about how much of the energy that people are carrying as with when they talk about their abuse is the wrongness of the perpetrator or the wrongness of the one who actually committed or did some act of wrongness to them, like abuse or, you know, some, right. or physical violence or emotional violence or something. So this is perfect. Yeah. And, and what <clears throat> I asked some more questions and it was, you know, there was actually, they were very nurturing and caring and kind to each other for most of their life. And this mm-hmm. incident was actually more that for her at that time in her life. And mm-hmm. when she had that awareness, that it wasn't the wrongness that, that, that this reality puts on that. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Like it wasn't yeah. the, this horrific thing. It was actually something that occurred that was at the time for her in her life, something that was more nurturing. Mm-hmm. It wasn't violent. Um, her back pain went away. Wow. Now for me, it was weird to have this conversation with her. It wasn't easy for me to even be going down this weird avenue of it wasn't the most horrible thing that could occur to a young girl. But that was her reality about it. And acknowledging her reality and having her acknowledge that, what was true for her, changed her body. And the level of gratitude she had for having that awareness for her was, um, you know, a huge gift for me to see. I mean, it changed my whole point of view about what what abuse is or isn't and how we define it. And I've had people that have had horrible, violent abuse that I've worked with, too, that have completely different stories that freeze them up. But if you can start to perceive what's true for you, this can start changing what's going on in your body. And we often don't want to look at what's true for us because we have these other definitions. And that's part of what locks this up. That's great. So let, me run a clearing, let, me, right. let me run a clearing statement on that. So what stability points okay. or how many stability points are you using to hold in place the lies of abuse in this reality are you choosing? So everything that that brings up and lets down, let's destroy and uncreate it. You want to pod pod? Right and wrong, good and bad, pod pod, online, shorts, boys and beyond. So how many stability points are you using to hold in place the lies of abuse in this reality are you choosing? Everything that is, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. That's so great, you know, because Gary talked about that, la- a little bit about that last week, and, and we spoke to us. So I'm really glad you're bringing that up. Like, simply, if your point of view is that something was nurturing for you, and it doesn't, but this reality says that that type of nurturing is wrong and bad, but that's not actually right. your point of view in that moment, you'll actually lock into your body a physical intensity or pain or problem and then once you unlock that by the questionings that you asked her and what if nothing was wrong, I mean, that was just one of the questions, you know, yeah. you know, really just being an allowance of somebody else's reality can literally drop off your body the pain and intensity, just like that, instantaneously. Yeah, yeah it's, and I mean, it, 15 years of pain this woman had had was, um, you know, and I saw it for quite a few sessions afterwards and it never came back the way that it was. That's great. You know, I, there's another, it wasn't about um, sexual abuse, but a woman who had been in a horrible car accident mm-hmm. who I was working with with neck pain had been, it was abuse. This car hit her over and over and over, and her two children were in the backseat of the car. Wow. Yeah, and it kept, the car would back up and ram into her again, some guy that had just been out of um, institution and then um, a crazy person. 
And she had neck pain for years, and we were moving her neck to this place where the pain was, and she just had this flash of a, of a memory of looking back at her children while she was being hit and being terrified that they were, you know, are they going to be okay? And it was that spot in her neck, it was the turning of her neck that was where the pain was. Now, the awareness that, that unlocked her was just that memory of what, like, she never wanted to have that memory again. It was so horrible. And when she had it, the neck pain went away and freed up. She probably got, you know, 20% of her motion back right during that session. Um, it, it was it, it was the not wanting to see the event because she decided it was so horrible she didn't want to be aware of it. When she had the awareness, it, she'd already been there. It wasn't any more horrible than it, than it had been when she was in the, in the situation. She already had all the information she needed about it. She'd just been avoiding seeing it again. Once she that spot in her neck, she's like closing that spot into her neck so she'd never go to that place again. And when she had the awareness of it, it freed up her neck. Wow. You know, and we did clearings and, you know, that your children are okay, you survived this, um, you know, your, your body's amazing and it's healed from this, can we let this other thing go? And, you know, she could turn her head around again. This had been something she'd had for about 10 years also. So it, it will solidify things because we think there's something so bad in there we don't want to see that often is never as bad as we think it is. Wow. Yeah. So how many solidity points have we locked in our body as the wrongness of us instead of the rightness of us are we choosing? Everything that is, let's destroy and uncreate that before we go to break, right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And we have um, some people dropping in and off the line and some emails coming in, but we got to go to break. Um, If you have dropped off the line, just call back, please. We're happy to hear from you, 1-888-346-9141. And if anybody's out there, if you have the lightness to pick up that phone and ask a question and free your body, I guarantee you'll probably free at least 350,000 people in the question you ask. (laughs) We'll, We'll go to break and we'll be back with Glenna and myself after the break. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Over the past 20 years, Dr. Lisa Cooney has supported thousands of people in overcoming their childhood sexual abuse to create limitless lives for themselves. The effects of abuse can show up in every area of your life. You may be struggling with your health, relationships, finances, career. Abuse penetrates every cell of you. No part escapes. No matter what the struggle is, health, relationship, or money, you may be living with a belief that something is wrong with you. You may feel like you need to control every aspect of your life and think that nobody is trustworthy. You may feel angry, overwhelmed, or exhausted. You may even think you already have this handled, yet it shows up in unpredictable and self-destructive ways. Dr. Lisa can help you discover that key and use it to release yourself from decades of pain. Unlock yourself and be free from the invisible cage. Visit DrLisaCooney.com and empower your life. What would your life be like if you freed yourself from the cage of abuse? Visit DrLisaCooney.com today. That's DrLisaCooney.com. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. You are listening 
to Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. To reach Dr. Lisa Cooney or her guest today, please call into 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Cooney at gmail.com. Now, back to Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. Hello, hello, hello. We are back with myself and Glenna Rice. And boy, weren't those just great examples? I'm sure none of you out there had experienced any kind of uh, expansiveness in listening to those beautiful examples that Glenna gave us about working with her clients. And it looks like we've got Carol from New Jersey on the line. So we're going to bring her on and say hello. Hello. Hello, Carol. Hi, Dr. Lisa and Glenna. How are you? Good, we're doing you. we're doing good. So how can good. we contribute to you today? I, I, What's your body stuff? I so appreciate this. I I'm being reminded. Um, I mean, I I have a chronic pain condition that resulted from an injury, and um, it I identified a lot of it as I was going through what I call the injury journey, and uh, there's still some residual. And the condition, uh, besides the musculoskeletal orthopedic stuff going on, is reflex sympathy dystrophy, RSD. And mm-hmm. it I know there's so it's it's based on fear and terror. Uh, and I can still remember when uh, I was injured at work and uh, the attack started the day after because it was serious enough and when I one of my managers um, was um, demoting me because, you know, I continued working as best I could. I remembered sitting there and he was attacking me and I could feel his energy attacking me and my tongue swelled up and I could hardly speak. And I was like checking in with myself at that moment and I said, oh my God, my body, I I identified it, I was like, what's this, what's this? I identified it as fear so my body was telling me what I was making myself unaware of. Um, okay. So you fear of of your boss? Is that no, the fear of no. The symptoms of the RSD had already begun, okay. but I think. It seems to me that that may have like just tipped it over into okay, this is the real deal now, you know. And um, it was it was very. Can I ask you a question, amazing. Carol? Sure. Yeah. So what what is the value of RSD for you right now in your body? Truth. It's keeping me locked in still. As much as I've come locked into what? Locked into what? Uh, locked into being in, like requiring to stay in and not be out in the world. Oh, so, okay. Oh. Great. <laughs> oh, just that. And how long have you had this, the RSD again? Uh, let's see, 2002. So whatever so that that's is, 12, 12 years. A little over 12 years. Okay. Yeah. All right. So what have you made so vital about possessing RSD for 12 years that keeps you living your life as a, as a shut-in? instead of creating your life as an infinite being that you truly be? 
So everything that that brings up and lets down, can we destroy and uncreate it? Yeah. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. There was, there was something else, Carol, that you said. You said you had decided that it was the real deal. This is the real deal. Mm-hmm. So if you have that decision, how real do you have to make it? True. Yeah, because it wasn't... Yeah, you're right, because... <laughs> In that moment, I didn't even know that I had RSD, like, because, you know, it takes, like, a lot of time, usually, to diagnose it, um, right. but as I looked back, I mean, I remember that moment, and I was like, well, what is this, and then I realized that I thought I was just having the fear of, you know, being, you know, more or less bullied and demoted, and then, like, Later on, when I, you know, did a little research. So hold on a second, Carol. So just yeah, one yeah, second. Because I think what Glenna is talking about and what she oh. uh, zeroed in on is really, really it. Plus, I've got, we've got a whole list of people that I want to attempt to get to to bring in as many as possible. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You don't need to be no, sorry. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on, Carol. Hold on. Okay. Just destroy and uncreate all the wrongness <laughs> that you just went into. Right? Wrong, good, and bad. Yeah. Bad, all nine yeah. stars, boys, and beyond. And, and <laughs> the real, because when you, when Glenna... Um, highlighted the real deal, the real deal, the real deal. That's the point of view that she was talking about, and that's creating your reality. So all the ways that, all the stability points that you made um, as the real deal in your body about this whole situation, the boss, the RSD, mm-hmm. how many stability points have you erected as this being the real deal for your life that continues the eternal structures for the never-ending story of abuse, limitation, being locked in the cage, being a shut-in, and never generating and creating the life you truly love to have, are you choosing? A lot. A little, a lot, or a megaton of mocha chocolate? Megaton of mocha chocolate with <laughs> extra sugar and extra chocolate. <laughs> right. So everything that and is, Glenna, will you pock and potter, please? <laughs> yeah, everything that is, everything that you've made this more, where you've made this more real than you, can you uncreate and store all of that? Yeah. Right and wrong, good and bad, pod and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. You know, and I don't know if we want to talk about fear at all, Lisa, and what that actually it. is. Go for it. Yeah. So fear is actually a distractor implant from awareness. It distracts you from being aware of what you know. Whenever you go to fear, you're distracting yourself from something that you're actually aware of. If you were totally aware of everything, would you ever need to have fear? No. No, you, just, you would just know. You would know, okay, my boss is an idiot, and... Uh, He's a bully, and that's my boss, and I'm either going to quit, leave, or, you know, just receive that he's a bully, and it's an interesting point of view that he is a bully. You'd have lots of different choices, but when you go to fear, you stop your choices and you stop your awareness. Brilliant. Um, So how about you take... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, and and the best protection is awareness, Mm -hmm. not fear. Fear never allows us to um, keep ourselves safe. Because it always distracts us from what we know. And usually in abusive situations or something, there's somewhere before the thing, there was some awareness that we often could have masked by fear. And if you can take fear, you know that fear is never real and ask a question when you have that perception of what, we all know what it feels like. Sometimes it can be excitement. Sometimes it can be um, an awareness of something that's going to show up. Sometimes it's not even yours. But to ask a question, so what is this? What am I not willing to be aware of here? What do I actually know when you perceive that energy? And that will help you get out of that, uh, that story of fear, because fear is never real, any more than pain is. Yeah. 
Thank you. So I, I just have a little niggling thing, Carol, that I, w- I would like to just put in that. And that was brilliant, Glenna. Thank you. The best protection is awareness. The best protection is awareness. Best protection is awareness. So all the stability points that all of us have ever eternally erected within our body <laughs> as fear and to block our awareness so that we can be the impotent victims and suffer the malevolence of abuse for all eternity. Can we destroy and uncreate that? Yes. Yeah. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine <laughs> shorts, boys and beyonds. And then I just want to like, you know, since I came off the SOP, everything for me is about SOP, the symphony of possibilities right now. And just like, I just feel this energy like welling up inside of me that I just have about your, your boss and whatever. And it's just like a, 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 his unconscious energy and not like a judgment or whatever, but like it's like on your body. So Carol, and I know because I know you and we've worked together before and you're on my telecalls and been on the radio show before. So I'm just going to, you know, just go with this if you're willing and take the energy of the RSD, this reflex sympathetic dystrophy syndrome, right? That's what it is. Yeah. And, and like just yeah. take all of that energy and like imagine it's like you're like pulling him and all the hims or thems off of you in the energy and on three like just throw it into the earth or throw it back to him with consciousness attached so that he can wake up <laughs> you know because yes. we're only we only allow our set we only treat we only allow people to treat us the way that we have showed up for them so if he's yes. abusing you you've allowed him to do that and i've done that myself but whatever you feel more comfortable with this one two three to the earth or one two three back to him with consciousness attached ready one two three and just release the energy off of you and if I were you I would just keep kind of practicing that to the earth back to him every time you think of him every time you have a symptom with the RSD and destroy and uncreate it and 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 every time you get like that real deal that Glenna picked up on I would say it over and over and over again and pock and pod use the clearing statement every time so that you can dismantle the real deal because a real deal is a stability point. Just listen to that. Real deal. When something's the yeah. real deal, we make it true. And boy, since I've known about your chronic condition, I've never heard you say this is the real deal. So I think you've opened up and with Glenna's help just really got to an awareness here that you can capitalize on continuously from this point forward. Yes. yes. And I would add one clearing for... Um, yeah, Carol here with RSD. So there's it, your skin's really sensitive, and strange stuff happens with that. So, you know, that disease diagnosis, I'll say. So often, it, I think an environmental sensitivity clearing could be helpful for you. So you could ask um, how many stability points am I using to create the environmental sensitivities and RSD I am choosing. Nice. And everything bad is you want to destroy and uncreate it all. Hello. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pot, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. So you might run that one a whole bunch too. Okay, thank you. All right, Carol, thank you for bringing this up. Thank you re- both so much. I really, really appreciate that. Thank you. Okay. Um, we've got about two minutes to break, and let's see here. Well, now we've got one minute. So the other people that are on the line and you're on hold, we'll get to you after the break. So. Just stay stay on the line. Really appreciate you. And really, that was awesome, Glenn. I'm really glad that you picked yeah. up the, the real deal thing and real also deal. that environmental yeah. clearing. 
Um, let's just say, can you say that one again and bring us out? To yeah. Break? How many stability points are you using to create the environmental sensitivity you are choosing? So Everything that's people that, that, that is. You know, let's yeah, try not to create it. Right, wrong, yeah. good, and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Go ahead. Got 30 seconds. Go. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, when you have, when you really have a lot of sensitivities to the environment, when you want to avoid things and avoid situations and avoid smells and things are sensitive to your skin, um, when you don't like to be around other energies and energies make you feel weird, you want to avoid people, this is a really great clearing to start using so you can have um, you back and you don't have to avoid your life because of the sensitivities you have to things around you. Nice. Nice. Okay, my friends, we're going to go to break, and then we're going to come back and hopefully get to the rest of our callers here and facilitate you. If you are listening and you are online, when you get on, just since we have one more segment, um, as quickly and clearly and succinctly as you could offer your question for contribution, that would be helpful so we could run through the list of you because we really want to hear from you. And um, talk to as many people as possible because if you're calling in, then you're speaking to the energy of this call. And like I said, you're going to at least help free about 350,000 people. So we want to hear from you. And thanks for waiting, and we'll be back after the break. We're on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. Over the past 20 years, Dr. Lisa Cooney has supported thousands of people in overcoming their childhood sexual abuse to create limitless lives for themselves. The effects of abuse can show up in every area of your life. You may be struggling with your health, relationships, finances, career. Abuse penetrates every cell of you. No part escapes. No matter what the struggle is, health, relationship, or money, you may be living with a belief that something is wrong with you. You may feel like you need to control every aspect of your life and think that nobody is trustworthy. You may feel angry, overwhelmed, or exhausted. You may even think you already have this handled, yet it shows up in unpredictable and self-destructive ways. Dr. Lisa can help you discover that key and use it to release yourself from decades of pain. Unlock yourself and be free from the invisible cage. Visit DrLisaCooney.com and empower your life. What would your life be like if you freed yourself from the cage of abuse? Visit DrLisaCooney.com today. That's DrLisaCooney.com. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. to Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. To reach Dr. Lisa Cooney or her guest today, please call into 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Cooney at gmail.com. Now, back to Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. Hello, hello, this is Dr. Lisa and Glenna, and you know what we're doing here, so I want to get right to the callers. Uh, Stella, are you still there? Hello. Hello, Stella, and you're calling from Europe, correct? I am calling from Sweden, yes, I am. Okay, so how can we contribute to you today? 
Uh, uh, I want to thank you for this call because I was born with uh, double-sided club feet. Uh-huh. Uh, and I created that by myself. I know when I did it and why I did it and all of that. But it has created pain. How old were you when you did it? Huh? How old were you when you I did it? I was uh, seven months in my mother's womb. Oh. Okay. So is that your question about the club feet or something else? Uh, it's, it's more about, I've been in pain all of my life, more or less. Uh, and I've been able to handle it very well, but uh, I can feel as I grow older that they are getting weaker or more sensitive. Um, so, you know, I don't walk, I don't carry things because that's too much weight on my feet. And how I can, you know, this thing of contributing to the earth, uh, but as soon as I walk too much, I it comes on again since my feet are deformed. Hmm. hmm. So I just so, have, I have one, go ahead, Glenna, go. Yeah, no, go ahead, Lisa, ask your question. Yeah. Okay, so I was just struck by the seven months and, and, and you know, because that's a stability point there. So whatever, mm-hmm. whatever stability point, because um, this is what you've made your, so your stability point is when you've, how you've made your life secure, define the parameters mm-hmm. of your reality. Gary also talks, and Dane talk about reference points, which is how in the past you're reiterating your reality in the present. That's a reference point from the past to the present. But a stability point is think how you make your life secure and how you define your parameters of this reality. So somehow you've defined the parameters of your reality and made your life secure, Stella, by being doubly clubbed-footed since the age of seven months, not even a year of age, where you can't even walk or carry things and you're living with this deformity and I don't know how old you are now. I'm not even born yet. I'm not even born yet. Yeah. Yeah, this so, happened in utero. Yeah. Okay. So there you go. So 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 first thought, best thought, no thought, Stella. Just asking a question here is what did you make so vital about possessing this deformity and making creating it as a stability point as your reality in utero? Were you choosing and are you choosing and are you still choosing? Everything that that is, can we destroy and uncreate it? Right, wrong, good, and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And what were you going to say? I was just going to say that uh, I, what I tried was to get some um, attention from my parents that are both quite narcissistic, uh, and I really failed. <laughs> Right. Okay, Glenna, Literally. you run a clearing on attention. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, all of the points of views about from the medical professionals and your family and all the therapies you had and um, all the therapists you worked with, everyone that helped you learning how to walk. Um, I don't know if you wore braces when you were little on your feet. Well, yeah, um, I did that through the yeah. Kashmir operations yeah. until I was seven. It was like, hell, that was a great start, interesting start. I didn't hear that part again. Uh, my first seven years was an interesting start on this planet. Yeah. Okay, so all the stuff you took on from everyone else and tried to make more real than what your body could do and what your body could change, could you uncreate and store all of that? Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pot, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. And did this actually work to get attention from your parents? No, it did not. That's why I laughed, because it really did not. I, I had to become extremely self-sufficient with this handicap. <laughs> okay, so is it, is it still working in any level to get attention from people? Uh, I've been, I've been quite uh, quiet about it. I have not used it, you know, to, like, form me epitome. I've okay. been very 
strong. So and so, yeah. So when I when I ask that, is it is it working? Yes or no? Which one feels lighter to get attention from people? Mm-hmm. Yes or no? What do you get? Uh, I get that if I would use it, I would get more attention. Okay, if I really, so every, I, could, I really okay. could use it to get attention. And, and, and okay, so you. everywhere you're still holding on to the point of view that you could use it in the future to get attention if you wanted to get attention, mm-hmm. can we uncreate mm-hmm. and store all of that? Yes. <laughs> cool. Right and wrong, good and bad, pod and pop, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. So what if you started asking your feet how they would like to be? Yeah. Mm. Ask your body how far it would like to walk when you're walking. Ask your body, yes or no, would you like to carry this when we walk? And see what, your body starts, what information your body starts giving you. Bring your body into the equation more and allow it to change how it would like to. Hmm? Yes, thank okay. you. Great. <laughs> okay, cool. That lightened something up. Yes, it certainly did. Your body yeah. and your feet were just like, oh, thank you for considering me. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for considering me. So there's probably there's obviously more to this, but that was that's what we can do right now yeah, sure, for absolutely. you, Stella. And Thank I would know. also take a look at getting connected with somebody in your area for some body processes. On top of that, and running some of the clearings absolutely. that um, um, that Glenna and I have talked to you about, because that could easily, you know, create some more space, a possibility. Mhm. Mhm. Okay. Okay. Thank you very much. You're welcome. You're welcome. So we have about three minutes until we close the show today. And I'm sorry we can't get to um, all of your questions. But if you've been waiting patiently, which I know some of you have, please send me an email and I will definitely reference it and respond to you, you know, as soon as I can, if not on on the next show. Um, and I definitely want to... Uh, you know, thank all of you for coming on the show and speaking and being so vulnerable with whatever you have going on um, in your bodies and everything like that. And Glenna, thank you so much. I know there's so many more things that I wanted to get into with you and talk to you about, but we did exactly what we, we could do with the awareness in this hour period of time. And well, I think we, did, we, set up, we said a lot in this last hour. There's a lot of information in this talk. Yes, yeah, so definitely download the uh, podcast from iTunes or Stitcher and listen to um, listen to the radio show again to hear the clearings. And we're actually gonna I'm actually putting together just so everybody knows this a, a, a product, which is a clear the clearing statements from every show on a recording loop for you all as well as the the PDFs, and we'll put that product up, and it will be a product for purchase. So if you're interested in um, having the the 13 weeks of everybody's clearing from Dane to Gary to Glenna to Simone's to myself to Marilyn and Susanna and everybody that's been on the show and all of our clearing statements that we did on a recording loop for you with the PDF version, definitely... um, Take a look at that when that comes out and be keep that in your as a seed for a future potential purchase. And I also wanted to thank you. I just got uh, on one of the break, one of the 
the executive producer just sent me a whole bunch of numbers about the how many of you have been listening to the show. And there's about 10,000 people that have been downloading and listening to the show out there. So I really, my heart is so open and so expansive to, to that because my target has always been to eliminate and eradicate abuse off this planet. And the fact that this show is reaching at least 10,000 people and and more, and what else is possible. Please share it, spread it. Anybody that you know that is suffering any kind of pain or illness, let them know that something else is out there, that their body is a playground of possibility, that they probably have a capacity with the earth that they don't even realize, and let them know about access consciousness practitioners and all of us and all these amazing facilitators that I have pulled on this show who are phenomenal in what they do. And... You would be, it would be great for anybody that you recommend to have, a, have 30 minutes or an hour with any of them. So, Glenna, is there anything you want to leave the, the listeners with here on the show today? Mm. Yeah, you know, just that, that we talked about it earlier. What if nothing you've ever done was wrong? And what if nothing that's going on with your body is a wrongness? And keep asking questions about what you're perceiving in your body. What is this? What is this body? What are you trying to tell me? And see what awareness you should get and see what you can change. And thank That's, you, Lisa, so much for having me on this call. Absolutely. It was, it was a pleasure. And I really enjoy you. And, and I love the wealth of information that you bring to bodies. And one of my favorite Glennaism is your best protection is awareness. So that's what I will leave this show with today. Your best protection is awareness. Your best protection is awareness. And what if, as Glenna says, nothing you ever did or experience was wrong. What if everything was right about you? Just saying, pretend like there's a magic wand. Today, everything about me is right. And how does it get any better than that? Thank cool. you again, Glenna. And All right. um, thank you, Lisa. You're welcome. And everybody out there, we'll be back next week. Um, we have Susan Lazar Hart, and we're going to talk about relationships and, uh, and getting rid of abusive relationships. I'm sure none of us have ever had any relationships that were abusive. <laughs> but I look forward to speaking to you then. Please feel free to send me uh, any emails and have a wonderful day. And this is Dr. Lisa and Glenna Rice on Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Everything. Thanks for listening. Thank you for joining Dr. Lisa Cooney this week on Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. Please be sure to tune in again next Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until we meet again, make this week yours. Yours.